I had a moment. I got this huge smile across my face because I remember how exciting finales were. Like, I was like, fuck, it's a finale. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. I'm in a I'm in a breakfast spot down here in the basement in the deep south. Holy shit. I, I popped a couple teeth out of my mouth to play this guy. So I'm telling <laughs> right now. Just don't say much because we might have people, Theo, coming through the elevator at any moment. And they don't no, know no. behind, but I'm telling no. you right now, you just you behave. No, no. You behave. No, no. no where the fuck needs- am I? There's so much going on right now. There's so much. This is so fucking chaotic. I have to go into this. So chaotic. We've been on for a little while. There are patrons coming in and out <laughs> of the restaurant. There's fucking people literally behind him. So if you can see this, you're going to see people walking in the background. You could hear them. He's in a fucking restaurant because there's no Wi-Fi in his room. Anywhere in this town. In the town. Right here. He's apparently filming this movie in a bunker. You saw with the Maggie Schiff thing. You saw where I was then. I was in a room with no light. It looked like I was Dracula, dead for about a Couldn't do it? Couldn't do it again? Well, I could. Well, it was private. I like my face. So so out of vanity, you're in a place where people are going to fucking walk in during the show. That's fine. That's fine. They're going to be like, wait a second. Is that the fucking guy from what the fuck is going on here? It's oh, fine. no. Let me let me tell you something right now, little brother. They all in this beautiful spot know who the fuck I am. And they certainly know who you are. They all know when they come down here, they're taking their life in their own hands. Like, this is unbelievable. He's in a breakfast fucking like buffet <laughs> spot in a hotel or something. And there's people literally coming in. Now. But guess what, guys? That is the second least look at this show them talk so they could see how madness this I is. did I just did I gave him a little tour you're talking you're fucking yapping I just gave them a well because I was about to tell people it's your fucking birthday Woo! happy birthday to you happy birthday <laughs> to you happy birthday that's hey. fucking that's a big deal yeah not thanks, to me man. But it's a big I mean, deal to you. Uh, you and me are the exact same person. We 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 know that. Our yeah. wives certainly do. Yeah. I'm not a big birthday guy. I love people who are. And as you and I always do, Theo, when it's your day, ha- happy birthday. Happy yeah. fucking birthday. But no, I'm not a birthday guy at all. However, it is my, are you ready for this? Yeah. 64th trip around the sun. I would have said 46. Right? Let's just invert those two numbers. 46, your age. Yeah. But no, 64, baby. And I'll tell you what, this guy I'm playing. Oh, yeah. Look at that. No, Agent 644 on the birthday day. Pretty cool. Come on. That was a long time ago, you and me. Yeah, that was like 45 (laughs) drops of merchandise uh, (laughs) before. But let me tell you, I'm the same way. Um, Here's my thing with birthdays. Who cares? Keep it moving. Like, let's keep it moving, right? I love that. Who cares? I love Who that. Who cares? Just like people say to me and I go, hey, thank, thank, thank. They just forget it. Don't worry about it. Right? Don't make a big deal. And like you, I've been fortunate where we're always filming on our birthday. And I'm like, don't let anyone on set find out. Because usually it's like someone will call Get me, it. is it your birthday today? And I go, see what happened last night, Rossi? I got today off. Last night, though. Boy, oh boy, I walked to my 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 motorhome, my Winnebago, and there was some balloons on the outside. And I went, what the fuck? I opened up the door. All the ADs had balloons yeah. everywhere inside. Don't like it. Out, and there was Carly and, and, and Bridget. And I go, what the fuck? And they went, we know it's a day early. It's a day early, but we got day tomorrow early. off. So here you go. And I went, what the fuck? No, I don't like it. I don't like the attention. I don't like any of that stuff. And, you know, uh, my wife, Megan McRossi, is literally the complete opposite. She celebrates for about 16 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, every day, she's like, five more days to my birthday. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, it's not, who cares? Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> she loves the birthday and the kids are like, it's my birthday in four months. I'm like, okay. Oh uh, no, those boys. I can't wait to see those boys, man. Oh my They're wild. God. They're building a tree fort right now. They're uh, I don't know what they're doing. They've been watching Bear Grylls, so they're like, I don't know. They're oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they're in, they're in it. Yeah. So it's your birthday and everybody will be excited. That's exciting. We had a we had a very exciting week with Maggie Siff on. Everybody you loved believe, it. Can you believe that? Pretty awesome. I mean, our Patreon numbers just exploded for those of you who can afford it and want to come along and all that on the stuff ride on the with, ride on the ride with Theo. Who knows how long it'll last. But the ride, uh, you know, I mean, the ride's going to be gone until we, we are going till we at least finish season seven. Then we'll see what yeah. happens. And man, we'll reevaluate. It's so exciting. And Maggie, come on. I've, I've it's been so long since I've felt that way about seeing a human being that you and I spent every day yeah. with for seven years. I mean, well, we just don't we just don't see her. Right. So it's like now we're going to start. You know, there's a couple of people in mind. Right. Obviously, everybody's talking about the uh, the other big three. Right. Yeah. Roman, Charlie, Katie, you know, but then there's some ringers in there that I think are going to be really interesting. Right. Dom Pagone, who people would only real like Suns fans are like, I know who that is. But other people are like, who the hell's that? Dom it, was it, it, it would be an insight like Charles Murray was. Yeah. To all our thousands and thousands of fans yeah. around the world that they would not believe what Dominic Pagoni did for us being yeah. our guy on Suns with marketing and PR for those yeah. seven years, the stories he has and that he can actually tell. Yeah. Now he can, he's not with FX anymore. He's with Showtime. He's not with FX. Anymore. So he could fucking say it all. He could spill all the tea, kick the dirt, slap the asses. He, he can go. And you never know what kind of mood we get dumb in. Yeah. He's coming on. He's a cantankerous little fucker, isn't he? Oh, so you never smart know. little motherfucker that we love. Yeah, I love him, and uh, I can't wait to get him on. And then, um, you know, Emilio is one I've always wanted on. Have to get Emilio. Got to get Emilio busy on. Running around. Got to get him on. Yeah, we got to get him on. And uh, and and then whoever else other people think, you know, uh, you can send it our way. It doesn't mean we're going to do it, because um, like we said, there's a certain vibe that we that we have and that we want. And we don't have many of these left. I mean, hey, guys, we're about to we're about to fucking talk about. Season six, episode 13, which I have said many, many times is my favorite episode ever. And uh now I know why, and I'm going to go into why it is my favorite episode ever. Um, uh, I, I think this and the season three finale. I, I, you'll get no argument from me. Yeah, and I don't think I'd get arguments from a lot of people. And I think the reason being is a lot of other episodes had great moments, but as full episodes. And the reason why I've, I've realized it now, because I'm pretty fresh with this. You never see this fucking thing coming. Oh. I knew what was happening, and I didn't see it coming. Oh. I said to Megan last night while we were watching it, I said, I had no idea this is how this went down. So, you know, we'll get right into it. But, you know, birthdays aside and uh, you wrapping this up, I'll be in some weird spot probably in the next few episodes uh, going down. Who knows where you'll be? You might be at a fucking Denny's next week at this. No, no. Who says this isn't a Denny's? Thea, Rossi? (laughs) I know the decor of a Denny's. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's not a Denny's. (laughs) This is a very special spot for me, that toothless fucking wonder who's doing his thing. And no, no, no. Listen, I'm going to be right fucking here, boss. Wow. The next three weeks before this film wraps up, if I fucking survive that long, this is one dark motherfucker I'm playing. Anyway, this is almost, I'm having a great time, but it's fucking hard. Now, you, again, are about to jump on a plane and take off to do your 18th movie in the last four months. So (laughs) you might be in a bathroom situation yourself there. Fucking Wi-Fi is terrible at that place. Get ready. Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting. uh, We'll figure who knows where I'll be. I might be in a car. I might be using a phone. I don't know. But we're going to make it work. And it's going to be fun. But, you know, getting into this episode. um, A mother's work. A mother's work is never done. <sighs> Can I ask you a question? There's two things that before we get into it, a mother's work is never done. That's obviously where that's from, right? Sure. Mommy dearest, which I say in this you episode, what is that you, from? You say it. I know. What is it from? 
Well, I think it's from that movie where what's your name gets pushed down the fucking stairs and someone kills someone and they shouldn't. And the wheelchair goes flying. And I mean, I think it's from that epic black and white two women. Not, not Betty Davis. Yeah. Betty Davis. Oh, okay. Maybe it is from, maybe it is from that. Okay. I, I didn't. Mommy I, dearest, And someone fucking gets killed. And yeah. And she has all the crazy makeup on. Betty crazy Davis makeup. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, listen, um, I, I, let's get right into it. This is, uh, first of all, the episode was 19 hours long. It felt like a fucking marathon. Holy shit. Holy One shit. hour and 22 minutes without commercials. Oh, how fuck did, me. How did fucking people get through that? It's like a movie. I mean, you need to like have Gatorade and like a blanket. Oh, and they did. Oh. With a lot of vodka in it. Vodka, Gatorade. You need to have friends. Phone a friend <laughs> just in case something happens. I mean, no, this you- is a this show a life uh, alert you have to have a life alert show. on you in case you go down um all right well it opens with jacks with the opening monologue and montage and he's writing to his sons right he's yeah. talking to them yeah um and you know i had a moment during this and tell me if this this happened to you i had a moment i got this huge smile across my face cuz i remember how exciting finales were yeah like, I was like, fuck, it's a finale. Like, finales oh, yeah, were no, exciting. It doesn't get any better than the finales on Sun. It, I, I don't care what year, what season, the finales were. And for the millions of fans around the world, if you can go back to 2013 and try and put you in their shoes of watching this, knowing they're not going to see this show until the next September. Fuck. Strap. Your fucking big daddy pants on. Because oh we got God. bring the pampers. And, and and can I just say so so Theo Jax is, I mean, it's beautiful. That whole graveyard Opie. It's it's funny how we spend more time at that graveyard with him reflecting yep. on on his best friend than we ever did when Opie died. No. On the fourth show of season five, you know, like we had spent which rent went right on. But there he is, and you know. I don't know. I mean, he says stuff like his sons are so in, in the most important things to him. The, Not the true. Most, huh? Not true. And I, and I wrote down, well, maybe we'll come to learn about how important they are to him at the end of this episode. But right now, all mm-hmm. Jax has done is kill everybody. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't Pillage. know. Yeah. He's destroyed everything. And and it's and uh, been about the club. It's been about him and the club, not his boys. Am I crazy? Yeah, and it's only a bit about him and his ego and what what works for him and and you know his. But he keeps saying it's about getting the club in the right space. But it's it's really about him, right? And his legacy and what he's going to do and all this shit. I so think here's. So. Go ahead. No, I think so. I think that's yeah. exactly right. But here's something I noticed that was pretty cool, and I'm assuming it was intentional, is we see this big, beautiful headstone for Opie, and then, then yeah. we cut to Clay's basic, shitty-ass you know, jail, gra- uh, jail grave and tombstone, and uh, no one's there. Sad. Super sad. Also, I will say, this was a moment during this big monologue that I really felt like Kurt was writing to himself. The words that are being said was Kurt at that time. He's using Jax as the vessel, but that's Kurt yep. talking. Yeah. You know, about the hatred and the the thing and the anger and the, you know, whatever he's saying in that monologue is all there, right? Um, we we really as as sons, as as leads on this show, as people who spent so many years and years and years together happily with all the ups and the downs that come along with family. Yeah. We all knew, we all talked that 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 Sutter uh, loved the character of Jax. Loved him. And and he, as a, a guy, probably wanted to be like Ajax when he was growing up. Yeah. And you and I know what Sutter's growing up time was like with his parents. And it wasn't all pretty, let me tell no. you. So this is a absolute vessel. For yeah, Sutter. Jax was like his avatar. Like he he right. could be he could Aunt. write through Jax of be like who he wanted to be. Which yeah. a lot of writers do. A lot of people do, right? You know, yeah. sometimes even as actors, you play characters and go, man, that would be fun to be that person for yeah. this amount of time, right? I mean, so 
I think he was doing that. The clay thing is, you know, quite depressing, but it is what it is. Then we find out Nero's in the game, right? We see Nero. He's kind of doing street stuff. We saw your ass. Not my ass. Yeah, we did. We saw your ass in the in the in the previously on. Oh, I didn't want I don't watch those. Yeah, see, I do. I have to watch all of it. And I and I, I put down juicy pants is like right, I go right right away. Is it's is pretty ass like in the previous uh, my butt cheeks were in the previous butt cheeks were, and, and and there was a reason for that because we wanted to remind the audience with the big big scene coming up with you and Jax out on yeah. the street. Let's yeah. remind people of what happened, what came out of Juice's mouth, drug induced or not. Don't forget this. It's a right. nice reminder. Anyway, just a- in case you didn't watch the episode before, which would be no, or, or just in case you fuck. There's so much going on. People. Yeah, you know. it's a lot going on. OK, and then we see uh, Tara in the hotel with the boys. Yeah. Right back to Jack's alone at the Opie grave. And then I got to tell you, something happened that was completely uncalled for. <laughs> Do you agree? I don't know. What? Do we need to run over to Dove? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, where is that fucking thing? Hang on a second. What did I fucking say in my little book? Oh, yeah. I go, ha ha. The dove gets squashed by Jax's bike. Hysterical. Why would we do that? Because it's SOA, baby. It's SOA. How did they do that? Uh, you know what? I have no idea, but I can pretty much guarantee you it was not a real bird that got killed on set. I or hope none of, not. not I no, none, none not. of us would have jobs. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, that was fucking... There was violent. no dove wrangler there that day, Theo. said, hey, I'll do this. I got it. I'll get out of the way just in time. I can't... Yeah, no. It's like a, well, we had a cockroach wrangler when I did that prison <laughs> stuff. Did. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we had a bird wrangler. But you know what's really interesting about my mental makeup? I've watched people get massacred on that show i was yeah, more bothered. i was more bothered by the dove and yeah. the dog and like that like i'm so numb to like people getting killed but oh i i my my heart monitor goes up i don't have one kids but my 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 sense my sensory heart goes mental with animals and kids oh fucks me up man Can't i heard it. i saw that dove get hit and i was like what the fuck the dove was just doing nothing <laughs> So, okay, totally so keep going. Roosevelt updates all yeah. on discuss Tara's on the run, right? Not Roosevelt comes in. Tara, that's the way I feel. I don't know. Well, I think at this point, again, what this episode did so masterfully till the last fucking beat is you don't see anything coming. So you're thinking, what's going to, I mean, what every viewer at this point is going, what's going to happen with Tara? We're not thinking about his Nero in the game. We're not thinking about Clay dying anymore. We're not. All we're thinking about is one thing. Yeah. What's going to happen with Jackson Tara? Everything else is add-ons, right? Correct. So the crew is at suites discussing, plotting. Gemma walks I, I, in. I, I like to call it scoops and poops, actually. Scoops and poops. Scoops, scoops and, and poops. Um, and then Gemma wants to talk to Juice. And this, I went. Oh, they're doing. Oh, there's a guy in the background. I just saw somebody. And then um, this is this is going to bring us to because, you know, if they're doing a solo scene with two people in a finale, something that that person's going to play into the, the story. Yeah. And this is what I want to talk about with finales. I would say probably. Six out of seven finales, I didn't do shit. Like literally had two, three lines. So you are excited when finales come, but then you also get slightly disappointed when you read them because you're like, oh, I'm not in it at all. I'm in it, but I'm not in it. And, you know, that's not an ego thing. You really just want to like participate, right? Sure, man. Sure. So you had like the stuff for your daughter in the premieres. So when you get premieres and finales. But also one more thing. Sorry, you're talking about the finales. I had a great jack's tig moment where you think pope's gonna kill tig yeah jack's comes in at the end you and i were in vegas together watching that finale and everyone thought tig was dead for sure and then jack's you know gets the and then the donna didn't you have the donna finale uh the don yeah that wasn't the finale that wasn't the last show got it the last show was after the the killing of donna that then the next 
show. So you had the Pope one. And then I had this one. This was really the only one I ever had because usually you get super excited for finales. Then you read it and you go, all right, yeah, I'm holding the door twice. And I say there's a phone call, but you don't really do anything. Right. But you you now this one, son. So when I read this and I got to that first scene with Gemma, I went, oh, fuck, I think I'm doing stuff in this. And that's when I went, okay, so she wants to talk to him. Um, Chucky's inserting the humor again. The scene is a setup for what's to come, right? They have their secrets, right? She can only really talk to Clay about two people, and that's Juice and, and Unser, right? I thought I was absolutely terrible in the scene. Um, okay, now you can stop talking because basically, I, I listen, that this whole show is about sit downs. We have more two people sit downs than I can ever remember. And they're all fucking great. And they're I, long. They're long. Yeah. But I, I, I can't remember ever saying 98% of these sit down scenes are all fucking great. We're not rehashing stuff. We're not. Re- anyway, you're seeing with, with Gemma, right? That's when you're talking about. Yeah. I thought it was fucking great. I thought it was great. It was a, it was a nice scene. It was honest. I thought it was great. What, what's your comment on it? What do you well, mean? No, no, no. I just didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't give juice at this point. You can never redo a role. You're always going to be your worst critic, but I didn't give juice a lot of color anymore. No. He was, he was right. very one way at this point. He was very down. He was very methodical and he was gone. My whole thought process at that moment for the character was he's lost any fun. And I wish that I, I, I think it would have been more interesting if I went back to his original uh, innocence sometimes. And I didn't do that because even when she makes like the gay reference, which has been brought up many times of juice, which I've referenced to the fans many times. Like, I don't know if juice really even knew what he was right. Like at that point throughout, I think juice was very confused in a lot of ways. And I think that he was probably just open to whoever would love him. Right. But she says vulnerability is a liability in this life. And I think that I just, for me, and again, just commenting on my own performance throughout this is I would have liked a little more lightness through him uh, because I think it would have hit the end harder, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's irrelevant. No, not not only does it not matter, it's just coming from you, which is fine, but that's subjective. Objectively, what I got from your performance is juice ever since you tried to hang yourself in season four, really, seriously. You've been on the outs with your own demons for a while is a real no acting and when actors don't act they just be yeah that that to me is you're in the ball game of good fucking work Mm. i don't want to see the acting that doesn't mean you can't be big or cry or yell no 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 you just got to be in it and if you're not fucking doing shit and doing shit just to do shit, I'm not saying that you or me yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. that. I know you but mean. as an actor, what I saw from Juice was just a sadness, man. Kind yeah, fucking- he is. He is so incredibly like, like he's got nothing to live for. Like he want, you know, he want. Like that's why he says, "But I didn't," you know, when she's I like, know. He goes, "But I didn't." Like he. You know, listen, we all have friends like this. One of our really good friends says, has said this to me, uh, a mutual friend. You know, he feels he can't die. Yeah. You know, like, hey, man, should have happened like five, six times and it doesn't happen. And yeah. they have this weird thing of like they operate in this life different because they really feel like they just can't die. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's that. Okay. Um Cops show up. Gemma's being super rude. I, I always felt like we talked. Oh, but, ja- but sorry, Theo. But Jax pulls up. Jack pulls up. You hear his bike oh, in the background. Yeah. yeah. You and you and Gemma. You hear the bike. Nice, fo- nice foley in the background. Love the sound effects. Our show is so pure. There's hardly any music, so that when there yeah. is sound, crickets, bikes, it's just it pops. I just fucking love it. Jax walks in like a cowboy, and then the cops come. And then yeah, Gemma- and the cops come, in, and Gemma just starts being like super rude. Like, talk about uncalled for. One one of her lines, <laughs> "Duck my white crack." Yeah, come on, really? Like, would 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 she actually say that and get it's away? Uncalled for. I would. No one would say uncalled that. for my white crack. First of all, 
Are you proud well, of having a pale white, white ass? Why would you a pale white ass? Yeah. It's not proud. Don't be proud. Put a little tan on that ass. <laughs> um, I mean, but but also like it's just it's such a line. It's a line. It's a right? tough Gemma fucking line, is what it is. Stupid. Uncalled for. It's stupid. So okay, it's just a stupid line. I don't care who hears it. Um, Patterson and Jack's talk again. I'm, fuck, I'm gonna, that's a good scene. Not not only is it a great scene. Again, it's a sit down. It's a sit down. People, I'm telling you, it happened 20 times in this in this movie we're talking about. There's a two-person sit-down. And this, okay, again, fucking Charlie. He chose this incredible, and when it worked, it was just fucking seamless. This slow, measured way of talking. Just a really slow Jack's way of talking, right? And I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it works for me, and, you know, I'm just a fucking viewer. What yeah. Yeah, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, right? You you have to parse it a certain way. It's that absorbing every word and then kind of taking it in. And but I mean, listen, there there are some directors that'll be like, "Hey, but you got to tighten this up. You could drive a fucking train through these pauses." You yeah, Kurt directed this episode. He directs every finale. That's right. So yeah, and you could also pull it up in post, right? If you didn't want yeah. these big gaps between. So uh, yeah, I mean, but anyway. listen, it's a great scene only because of the content of Patterson's words. Holy fuck, no shit. Own your space. You know, out- um, own your space. The outcome lands on you. Yeah, I mean, all that shit, right? You're a husband and a father and a man before all of this, and she's looking right at his cut. Fuck, it's a right great at line. his cut. Great line, Theo. Great line. Like one of the best lines written, a husband, a father, a man before all this own your place. That's a fucking great line to anyone. You can be saying that to anybody. You are you before all this, whatever you're in right now, own your own it. Yeah. It's fucking great. Comes back later. Um, Back later. And, and, and can I give it up to Hunnam here? You could see him listening so intently. Yeah. He fucking heard her. He made himself listen to her because shit's going down and it's going to get real ugly for Jack's teller. So he, he heard her. It was great to watch. So then we go to the table. This was an interesting beat for Tig because he says we need to convince her. And you get a moment where. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. Like, because we know your past of Donna. We know your violent past. And for a minute, it was like, wait, you're saying we would kill her. Like, and you have to pull yourself back. But I. I'm but so I think your you, instant reaction is we kill her. I'm so glad you noticed that, bro. I did. It, we, we are all going around the table tossing little hints of maybe having to kill Tara before she rats. Like we're all going and looking at Charlie, looking at Jax for his reaction. Very subtle, but very, very good camera work. No, it's definitely, I think that's like a, you know, when they say, like, what's the line? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's like yeah. Tig's, your instant reaction is yeah. usually your inner reaction, right? Yeah. So your instant inner, that's why they do the Rorschach test and all that. Yeah. So, like, his was basically, without saying it, we, we would kill her if we right. find her. And everybody was like, whoa, hold on. So. Yeah. Good pick up there. Yeah, that's exactly right, Theo. And then Alvarez shows up. Uh, super memorable scene. Uh, Chucky runs up and says Alvarez is here. Um, and I, he wants- remember, I remember that scene, Theo. Me too. It's a big, memorable scene. We we weren't in it as actors. Yeah. We were at Scoops and Poops all day waiting yeah. for it. All day. And I, re- I remember DL, Hap got to walk along in the background with the other sergeant at arms. Yeah, he was excited about that. He was excited about that. He has toothpick ready to go. He, he, yeah. he would clear the streets in a second if there was any issue. DL is just such a player. Yeah. And- I remember him when he came back from that long scene and I said to him, how'd it go? And he goes, Hey, I'm telling you, like, if you forget your line, you got to start again. Like you got to go back and start again. It's like, whoa. And you think about that people on a long walk and talk, you practice, you rehearse and then add action. If you fuck, it's a wonder. It's a wonder until they stop and they do coverage. What that means is that first minute and a half, you can't fuck it up. Or you can start. Again, not a word. No. And so, yells it. Oh yeah, unbelievable. They fucked up, and we had to go back and do it again, and again. 
And again, and you know the way Kurt was. I mean, this is no surprise to anyone. You better get the end and the the and the huh? fucking pause and everything right. And and that I that was so helpful for me when I was basically learning how to act on that show because now because I, I don't, I mean, I improv 90% of the stuff I do, but it's like, it's like that show. If you got an end or a the wrong, you're doing it again. You're like, oh shit. Like, this is crazy. Right. It's fucking hard going, man. It's hard going because especially now you're dealing Thank with the God mechanics I had of walking. My, huh? You're walking. So yeah. you're dealing with that. And then remember, remember where the fuck we were when we filmed at scoops and poops and loopsy loops yeah. every there was millions of uh, not millions but there was like a hundred people watching us there, once they found out that our new headquarters was at scoops and poops and that they were there all day in la they were there every day every day more, more cops pushing people out of the way oh my god God, Cameron and you'd be like, you'd be just telling them the security would be like, shh, because shh, the fans would be like, juice, tig, and you're yeah. like, oh fuck, just be quiet. I'm trying to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, that's uh, those wonders are. Whew, I love those. That's a lot of tension. Um, okay, so he assures him, tells him Nero is involved, and uh, and then he hits him with his own line at the end, Alvarez, where he says, uh, uh, like he basically uses Jack's line against. Him. Yeah, he goes. I'll pick up the gun, the guns at the usual spot. Call me. Yeah, like, like he just doesn't even look at him. Yeah, I mean, you know, Alvarez is not happy with what's going on. No. So Tara calls the lawyer, tells him she's at Lodi. Hang on, sorry, one more thing. We yeah. because we, we we love talking about DL so much because we love him so much. He slammed down that toothpick so hard, and his one line was problems in Taco Nation. Yeah. Like, like, DL, again, that's stuff you could say, I, I guess, back then and, and whatever that show was. Sons yeah. of but DL was so excited. He threw that fucking pick down like a baseball bat. Yeah, pick. those are those lines that I think were put in that were to get a rise, whether it be to get a laugh, whether it be to get like there was an intention behind that line. It's not as simple as like, hey, everything cool. It's like, how can we? do something yeah. that gets people to go, ha ha, or, ooh, Fuck. you know, it's yeah. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So Tara calls a lawyer, tells yeah. him she's at Lodi, tells the boys they're on a trip and she's watching the boys together and, and it gets her right. She like, and I got me. And weren't like, they great in that scene? They really were when he went up and hugged him and stuff. Weren't they just so special? Yeah. My God. Yeah, it made me think of the boys, like my boys. Why? I was oh, like, you know, she's yeah. sitting there. Breaks she's in heart. this hotel. She's just. But at the same time, as a viewer, I try to remove myself. You're thinking she's fucking doing it. She's going to yeah. sign this paper. She's doing it. And she's going to make it out of here. She's holy fuck. Next season is going to be like everyone dealing with the fallout of her on the run and in with pro or whatever it is. Right. So the lawyer walks out and Juice is following Bobby's riding shotgun. We get to see that. And Juice is just being fucking strange. He says he wants to run him over or something. What a weird dude. No, I just fucking love it, actually. Isn't that funny? What a weird dude. Where's that nice guy? Where's the guy? No, no. Where's the diaper guy? Gone. He's still a little sweetheart, but he's a lost little puppy dog. He's fucking lost. He's like, like kind of I want to run him over. Let's go hit him. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, so this is all you guys. You guys did a lot of these scenes. I never did them. Uh, these oh, the big meeting with Tyler and Nero and the crew. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, those must have been fun, right? Or did they suck? What happened on those days? You did. You did all of them. I think I did none of them. You know. <sighs> you know, I don't even know how to begin to be honest about those jackal days near the end of the suns. The first three years were always about us and our club dealing with the Donna thing, dealing with me and Opie, dealing with you, dealing with all us as right. Now we're dealing with all the other clubs in a much bigger, different level. So were they fun? Sure. Cause we're still on our bikes and there's some action and stuff, but it's not about, chibs or tig or bobby anymore 
It's about the focus of the club jacks. So it's even more on like the outsiders, the outsiders are getting like way more detailed than you. That's exactly right. So I'm not complaining, but I am telling you straight up that when we showed up on those days, everybody else who played all the other characters were so happy to see us. And then they did all the talking. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I know. I, I Jelly Bean. I know, and I and I know, and they had like depth to their conversations, like what they were doing. So, yeah, it's tough. Listen, the only reason I say it's tough, and remember, when I say tough, in relative to what tough is, yeah. right? Yes. It's it's still fucking. Take it all game. with a grain of salt. We yeah. loved every day, but please, yeah, we absolutely loved. Trying to be honest here, you're just with everyone, and. It's, you know, you just start, it's rabble rousing. You're just fucking around and, you know, you're on location. So you're not even back where your, you know, your stuff is and you're, and you're just, it's just chaos and and it's fun, but it's also like, you just, again, you just want to be in the game. You're like, it just get me in the game here. Let me be part of this. And uh, that's always the hard part. So, okay. uh, Nero starts hinting around why he doesn't trust him. And then he brings up juice, basically sells him right down the fucking river. Oh my God. You believe in karma, brother? All yeah. that stuff. Uh, Tyler's handling all the street work. All of Jax's moves have been bad. It's what we kind of find out here. Every move he's done has been bad. Pretty much. Hasn't done one right thing. Not really. No. Alvarez knows this and is going to make his move. Yeah. So then we bring up Borowski, which we have again. I guess they wanted to throw him in the episode. Um, this is a weird thing that I noticed because I do notice details. He asks him about the Mayans. Or Jack says something about the Mayans are moving into Stockton or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I know them. Yeah, that's uh, Marcus Alvarez, right? Like, But, he, but he's kind of like... Yeah, I think I know them, right? But then, like, in the same breath, he goes, they still have the beef with the Niners? But you just said you didn't really know them. How do you? Yeah, yeah, and and he heard that there was, you know, four black guys gunned down, right? Right. Gunned down. Given all this information, you better watch out. You know, two seconds ago, he didn't know who they were? Right, and then he goes, Brown loves Brown. I mean, he has all this street lingo commentary when he went, who are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, like, yeah, that guy. Well, I know everything them. about them. Yeah. What? <laughs> that would be that would be like me going, who? Kim? Uh, who's that? Oh, this the guy, is, you know, Sons of Anakin, Waterworld, fucking every movie, you know, so the Island, this. And I go, oh, Kim, uh, Kim Coates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's his birthday today. Wait, wait a second. Huh? Did you just? <laughs> no, that's so true. How the fuck do you know it's his birthday? You don't even know who he is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's his birthday, and uh, his wife's name Diana. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> what? And and Peter Weller is such a smart guy. I wonder if he had those conversations with Kurt, who he and his brilliant team who wrote it, and Kurt's directing it. I wonder if he had those conversations with him. Yeah, that just it. doesn't make sense. So I noticed that and it bothered me. Um, Rat Rat comes in with the news. Speaking of Rat, I saw him in the trailer for this Mark Wahlberg movie yesterday. Nico, come on, Nico, go he win had an really Oscar, long baby. hair, like down to here. He had hair like past his nips. He had this oh, weird beard. He plays no. this like, yeah, it's this movie with Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson. Don't ask me why I watched the trailer. It just happened to be in Is my it opening algorithm. soon. I love what? Nico. Is it opening yeah. soon? I don't know. It's called Father Stew, but just know Nico's in this movie. I don't know how big his role is, but he's in the trailer. I'm looking it up as soon as we finish our pie. Yeah, it's fucking great. So um, he comes in. So let me go to Nero and Alvarez. This is a really great scene, by the way, because he tells him to fade away. Like Alvarez basically tells him, like, just get the fuck out. Like, people, like we don't get out. Like, you know, this is a big deal. If you can get out, tell Fiasco to take over. Another and by the down, way, another great sit down, another great scene. Go ahead. Okay. Want to say something here? Same fucking thing happened twice in a row. Borowski move. Alvarez is talking to Nero. And he goes, why don't you let young dude take over over there right basically saying like i don't know who that is but he looks capable very capable five minutes later he goes have fiasco run everything wait a second now you know his name (laughs) (laughs) 
dog, dude, that's so great. Did you notice that? Yeah, fiasco. They go to movies every Thursday night. Right, like you just pointed at him that you didn't know who he was, and now you're saying fiasco. Yeah, come on, come on. That's that's lost writing there. Um, Okay, we're back to the van with Bobby and Juice. There's the mommy dearest line. Oh yeah, there's the mommy dearest. Big scene with the lawyer. Emotional for Tara. All that. Yep. Yep. And uh, again, paperwork. Paperwork. Paperwork's all there. Lawyer. Thank God for paperwork. We never have that. The paperwork. And she says, give me a beat. This is right about the time I started thinking things are going to go wrong. Because she's like, they haven't been in a park. And I, and then immediately I had the flashback of us at the park. Because I was like, oh, fuck. We we get her here. that day. I love it. I was. And I went, oh, fuck. She stays. Yeah. Now, why weren't you there? I was just with, with I was just with Borowski and they, they they're sending me somewhere else. Maybe I had lunch meeting with oh, Wayne. Chibs is with you. You and Chibs are at yeah. Borowski's. Yeah. Right. He leaves. Yeah. Got it. Got and it. Got and it. Oh, Jax leaves. I'm with Borowski with Chibs. We weren't we're not it's in kind of fun. You get a day off, right? You get a we scene got an off. afternoon off for sure. Yeah, an afternoon yeah. off. Okay. So <clears throat> we come back to Gemma and Unser, uh Unser, and she's about to ask him, you know, she asked him about Clay's burial. And here we go, by the way, another sit down. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's sits down and there's that's a very long scene beginning well, to end. And, and before that, I just got to mention when Unser says to, to, to Gemma, he goes, what if Tara runs? Gemma actually says, and this is what she said, Jax will find her and do what has to be done. That is straight from Goodfellas. That is straight from fucking The Sopranos. Yep. The fucking finder and do what has to be done. Chema, right out of her mouth. Right. Right. To answer. To answer. And I wish answer would have came back and been like, really? Yeah, I know, but he didn't, you know? He didn't. And then Wendy sits and the scene keeps going. It's like wow, a that, fucking that, long no, ass. I see as Andrea shows up, strap your boots on. We're here for a while. We're here for a while. Get comfortable. Get comfortable, people. Um, okay. Uh, then, okay, where are we? Okay, yeah. Tara's at the park with the boys, and oh. this fuck me up, buddy. Fuck me up. I know. Abel it. says daddy oh and God. runs off camera, no, and boom, the lens swings, and you go, fuck. That is pure filmmaking. Whew. That is pure from a child who's been talking about where's dad for the last four episodes to out of nowhere go, daddy. And the audience, they must have all, and the camera zips, and there's Charlie. Fuck. Holy shit. Theo. All of us behind him. And all you guys behind him. Fuck. I mean, Fuck. fuck. But I gotta tell you something. The best fucking writing I've heard on this show is in this scene what Tara says to him. That she says he's a monster. And like what she says to him about to save our boys and what they'll become. Well, and- I might start fucking crying right now. Oh my God. It is fucking she, she, unbelievable. She tried to do to save them for becoming what you are. Holy fuck. How good were those two in that scene? Oh, my God. She's literally got tears on command in that. They're just She's dropping. She thought she could be killed at any second right there at the park. You could feel it in Maggie's bones in her in her body. Those motherfuckers who give awards, I really never understood why this show got so overlooked. It drives yeah, me nuts. When I see I, stuff like this, you when I, I see Patreon, stuff with no, you and, and I daughter. We, we talk about this shit, man. We We know. We know these motherfuckers. We know we know probably what fans and, and people who listen to this don't know, like the game of it. But my God, man, when you look at pure acting, right? And you look at like what the definition of acting and making people feel. Here I am knowing what's about to happen. Here I am as someone who's on the show. And here I am fucking heartbroken 96 years later watching it going, holy fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, if that's not good, 
No, 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 no. I don't know it what it is. was good. And it, it, it elevated so many things in all our lives, including the TV reviewers and the award giver outers. But you and I know why we didn't get nominated. We're going to end it. We're going to finish it at that. That's right. So Nero and Gemma, he needs to be alone. He asked her if she could leave it all behind. He really, I got to tell you, that's Nero out of character, right? Because he's like, you know, really super intense. He's like, can you oh leave? Oh my it? God, good leave everyone. Bro. He's in a panic. He's having an anxiety attack. And he dumps her. He fucking dumps her. She t- turns into a high school person. Like she's just she turns like, into a high school person. Yeah. You dumping me? Giving your ID bracelet back. Here you go. <laughs> Take it. Take your Letterman jacket. So what were those braces with the charms on it? ID. Oh. Well, I know the ID. Charm bracelet. bracelet? Maybe charm bracelet. Maybe a charm bracelet. In Canada, they were very, very popular. You get one from your boyfriend, from your best pal, your teacher. Little charms on them. She'd be ripping that right off. And right strong. off. Early 80s in New York, you had like the gold ID bracelet. Like it had oh, your yeah. own name on it. Did you? I never oh. really understood. And no offense to anybody who has their own name tattooed on them or even wears like a thing with your own name on it. Are you going to forget your name? Why do you have? <laughs> I have I have a mul- I, I probably have too many friends that have their own name tattooed on them. And I never really understood it. No, I don't get it. You're not going to forget it. And Unless every it's like time, and I, and you're going to remain nameless, but I've got a buddy who tattooed a few people's names on his arm yeah. that he loved and they're no longer ever together and never will be. Like, I always, I always get worried when people put other people's names on their body. Really? Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. If it's someone that you lost or, you but, lost, like your own, but your grandma. own, but your own name, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm not every listen, whatever's clever, man, whatever makes people happy. I don't care. I don't judge. I've transcended judgment. Okay. So um because you're on mushrooms all day long. That's right, but not today. We, um we, we love you when you're on mushrooms. So I know it's the fucking greatest. So Tara at the hotel room. Holy fuck, by the way. Another Patterson walks in. Holy shit. And it swings, and there's Jax on the chair. And did you see Charlie's choice? He had his arms crossed like he's going to watch a family show <laughs> on television on CBS two. Like he was just bringing my tea. Let's enjoy the dance show. Yeah. He was so calm, so ready to give himself up. No, 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 no. This is the way this is going down. He had completely given himself in and up. For his journey in prison for the rest of, well, at least seven years, they say. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, and 25, you know, they were saying maybe seven to 10. I got to tell you something. You don't see this coming. So so now, again, remember, we're on the roller coaster here. First, it's what's going to happen to Tara. What's going to happen to Tara? At the park, you're thinking they're going to kill her. They've taken the kids. Juice grabs the kid. Bobby grabs the kid. Like, this is over. And now we're in the hotel room. Patterson's there. Jack's there. Wait a second. He's going to sacrifice himself. She says, is this what you want? She says, yes. They're in agreement. Jax doesn't argue. Holy fuck. Jax is going to prison no matter what. Tara is clear as we know. Okay. And Jax says, CCH goes, what is this? And Jax says, this is me owning my place. Fuck. Brings it right back. Coming right back to what you beautifully picked up in that scene that they had in yeah. Scoops, this is me owning my place. I, I saw that on television, and I'm like, this writing is so fucking good right now. I can't even. It's an Eric Bana Australian boomerang dialogue. It comes <laughs> right back to the fucking other side. A boomerang in Melbourne came all the way back and hit him in the I fucking miss Bana. I got to call that fucker. All right. Good. So now... They're at the table. They've made a choice that they're not going to have everyone else there, just Chibs well, and Bob. Can I, can I, hang on. Before we get there, can I just mention, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, Hamlet all the time. This is a, a, a Romeo and Juliet moment between Jax and Tara. When CCH, CCH splits, the two of them are left looking at one another. And this could be, could be the last time they're going to actually see one another wow. for a long, long time. Wow. It's a Romeo and Juliet moment where you see them come together. They almost have a little bit of a loving kid smile on the face. Cut to. 
And 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 by the way, this is the most I've liked Jax at this moment because I'm like, holy shit, he's doing the right thing. Like this is amazing. Right. He's gonna do what you wanted. He's the hero now. We wanted right. the hero, right? Correct. Okay, so he's at the table. Jax, Jibs, and Bobby gives the gavel to Bobby. Right, tells them everything. Uh, they they know this is the only way. But then he drops the juice. Can't be trusted. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. He needs to go, basically. Yeah. So, you know, as me watching that, I'm like, oh, fucking juice is done. Right. And Bobby accepts the presidency. He's not even going to tell the other guys. He says, you guys tell him he just wants to get out of here and go spend time with his family and kids. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. Okay. So this is where things start to start going for us now. Now we're like, OK, this dude's going to jail as an audience member. He's going to jail. How's this happening? Jammers with Unser, and it's just all miscommunication. Everything is a miscommunication. He got well, some info. Well, and she's stoned again. And drunk. She's drunk and high and stoned. And whenever Gemma does that, you know things don't end well. No. She's definitely a blackout drunk, you know. Blackout whatever. fucking drunk. She basically tricks him. She grabs the keys and she runs out. That's all we know. And all he's told her is that Tara has flipped and signed the paperwork and Jax is going to jail. Not the nuances of it. No. That's no. it. That's right. So she's inebriated, fucked up, high. Things aren't registering clearer to think. She's obviously not calling anyone, which I would think she would. But what do I know? Um, okay. Juice is at sweets, and then he says he'll find her. Now we're starting to put everything together. I'll find Gemma. I got yeah. it. Okay. And then this is this, you know, this is the line I see in a meme five times a week, famous line coming from him. Um, you know, you betrayed me. You right? betrayed me. Yeah. I remember doing that, and <clears throat> Charlie and I weren't really talking a lot. At this point, we were, but we weren't because, you know, we were just doing our own things as characters. And uh, and and he, you know, that was like a big deal for us because we didn't know what was coming after it. We didn't know if I was going to die in season seven, episode one. We didn't know what whatever, but we did know that our relationship was over at the moment. And uh, yeah, he leaned into that one. He was a. Uh, and Juice is dejected. You see, when he walks away, Juice is just standing there like, fuck. That's it. Yeah, listen, for me, being a fan, as we are watching the show now, that scene, again, people, you guys, peeps, my family, family, fam crow, honestly, you need to see these scenes to really see the work. We read it. We read it in the table reads. We read it. Um, everyone's busy. Everyone's doing their own thing. Charlie's in his own little world internally. Fucking Clay's gone now. Maggie and them are breaking up. And then there's this moment right here that I saw. And we saw it because we went to every finale and every premiere for sure. But to revisit it seven years later, uh, that was hardcore. Hardcore yeah. anger, betrayal, Shakespearean drama. That's and I've been in like five or six Shakespeare plays. Trust me, this is as good as it gets. When you think you've been betrayed, betrayed, and of course, us as the audience go, no, no, he was stoned. He was trying to kill himself. Yeah. He wasn't even speaking. Or, not- or go the other way and go, he wasn't wrong. You were. Yeah, and you you told him to do it, right? Like it's not his fault. It, 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 you it did it. It could have turned into a hog. We're going. Oh, we got caught. We got caught. My bad. Yeah, we got to prepare. We got to prepare now. Okay. Get your boots on, get your shit together. But no, you betrayed. No, it was about him. It, 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 it was, it was literally the Kurt Sutter way of the Jack's monument was up here and everybody else just surrounded it. That's just the way it was. But I will say this, bro. It, it continued to make, incredibly dramatic theater out of a television show that people couldn't stop talking about for the rest of time. 
Yeah, because then it became like, what's going to happen to Juice? What's like, going to happen? Yeah, so it was really beneficial in a in an acting uh, recognition performance type thing. But at the same time, it was you know it was really hard. Kiss to of death. You got the kiss of death in there. It kissed kiss you. Of death. That's so it. Now Roosevelt drops off Tara. Oh no! Apparently, Gemma's in the garage or something. I don't know where she is, but she's not there. She even comes in like she didn't hear him. So I don't know. Maybe she was taking a deuce. I don't know what's going. On. She's not she there. taking a deuce, man. She's dropping a deuce. She was dropping a deuce. She's reading the TV guide. She's, she's at the craft her- service table. You know, <laughs> but you know she doesn't hear anything. Joint. Didn't hear a thing. Okay. Roosevelt again conveniently kind of drops her. She says she's going to grab some stuff, right? Or something. Why is he waiting outside? I don't know. Okay. Something happens where he's waiting, which again, this is all you got to have a little bit of a suspension of disbelief here because he sees Hunter's truck. She says he must be helping Jax with something. So then shouldn't Roosevelt be like, oh, that means Jax and Hunter are here. So when he goes in and no one's there, wouldn't it be like, what did they ride together on his bike like how did how did how, why are they not there let's check the backyard i don't know i'm thinking, I'm thinking i assume that when she said he's helping jacks with something he's just come to the house to get him something like jacks isn't there i just assume that he's he's helping jacks he's come to the house to get something for jacks and 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 he's probably just checking yeah, out something. but they, we have to have a little bit of suspension and disbelief for this all to right. work right so now Gemma is apparently in a closet or something, right? Or she has headphones on, but she didn't hear her come in. No. And then the brutal brawl happens. And I got to be completely honest with everyone. I did not really watch it. I, uh, the second they got to the water in the sink, I stopped. I couldn't do it. I watched the whole thing because, unless oh, it's me. No, yeah. I watched the whole thing because I, I remembered what Maggie said to you and me last week about, of course, they had stunt doubles. We had the best stunt doubles in the business on this show. But they did 90% of that fight. They did it themselves. They did it themselves. And so I wanted to watch for mistakes. I wanted to watch for what actually happened with a stunt person or not, right? Motherfucker Theo, I'll tell you what. There was a couple of bangs on the head that were definitely stunt wigs and stuff. You can't tell, but I I, I know. But 90% of that fight was Maggie and Katie. They did that fucking fight themselves. Oh, my God. And I remember the fork was such oh. a deal. Fork was such a big deal. And I remember people would bring forks to the appearances for like people to sign and sign. Yeah. And uh, man, what a, what a, what a brutal way, right? We've done some brutal ones, snow globes and forks and bats and, you know, skateboards Uh, and and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And burning the guy's back. And I mean, fuck. Right. So harsh Roosevelt comes in and gives her the truth while she's in the, Shakespearean panic mode of I was she keeps saying a line over and over. Yeah, uh, it's Lady Macbeth over and over and over and over and blood and blood and blood and blood. Yeah. And she was going to rat. She was going to rat. She was going to yeah. rat. It's a repetition. What I had to do. She's doing the repetition Shakespeare thing. Lady Macbeth. Right. And then yeah. Roosevelt comes in and says, no, no, no. And that's when her eyes open wide and like, oh, fuck. And then just when you haven't shit your pants enough, just oh when you. God. Just when your underwear is not completely full. Oh, my God. Juice comes in and shoots Roosevelt. Goosebumps. I can't. I'm just listening to you describe it. I got it. What the fuck? And then, oh, and then, and then, and then let's go further on the row on the ride. Then you think, is he going to kill Gemma? Because right. he stands over her. And that's the moment I wanted to have where I go, maybe he kills her, too. But no, he reaches his arm out. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. I'm no, fuck me. I'm exhausted. No, I I can't. I mean, is this, does the music start in here now? Uh, I don't, I don't know what went down. It does. You know, you know, you know, yeah. So the music starts right there and it's him saying goodbye to everyone. All of us guys on the street. It's a cry fest. It's, it, you know, and I, I got to tell you, bro, these are tough ones because Jax obviously had different relationships, obviously, with every guy in the club. So, and Sutter's directing this fucking episode. So it's going to be like Stanley Kubrick. We're going to be there for four nights. 
making sure that someone doesn't cry too much or someone has not enough heartfelt. You know what I'm happy, saying? Happy went for it. Well, and, and Sutter let him get away with it too, because coming up, there's some coming up in season seven where <laughs> yeah, he Sutter, he's had enough with people crying. He just, as he came right on set. He's not even directing. Cause if you fucking cry, you're getting fired. Anyway, this was one of those moments. There, there was, I mean, that was the most tears I've seen from someone. I mean, DL went for it. Oh, a mess. And, and Chibs was a mess. A mess. Bobby and I didn't tear up, but we felt okay. it. You feel yeah, it. you felt it. it. You felt it. But I mean, the, the water were, even Megan said, Megan was like, wow, they, they're really sad that he's leaving. And I was like, yeah, you know, I guess they're not going to visit him or something. I don't know, but it's, they, they went. So the music starts, everybody's crying. Wendy and rehab, we cut, you know, now we're going to do our montage, right? Wendy and rehab, Unser smoking, uh, Gemma pulls up. She's a fucking train wreck, right? Uh, she goes to him. Ugh. She gets tears. She's got the tears now flowing. Um, best part of this montage, Tig with the dog, which that I love. Nice. Yeah. Little Bonnie. Little Bonnie. Her name is Bonnie right there in the nose. Peanut butter right there in the schnoz. Oh, God, love it. Jar. Love you can get a whole jar in there. A whole jar. Yeah, they were like, more Jif. Yeah. Jif. yeah. <laughs> I can't tell what brand it was because I'm not getting paid for, you know, residual. No, no. But Bonnie loved it right here, man. Or Peter Pan. There's a couple of different people. <laughs> um, and then we see Linwood Alvarez and Nero walks in. That's a big deal, big. right? Big. Lynn, Lynn came in for one quick scene, one line in the finale. Yeah, loved it. Love that guy. And then I remember Juice dumping everything. I remember this because the homeless woman was there. Yeah. I remember her and I were the only two shooting that night. Yeah, you're dumping it all. Yeah, and she's there. And I remember asking her, yeah. I said, hey, how are you? How are you doing? I said, do you know who you are in this show? Do you know what you're doing? Like, what? Can you tell me anything? She was like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> come on. Isn't that great? She didn't know. She was like, I just showed a clip. She didn't know. She had no clue, but Sutter never told her. Isn't that? No, no, never really told her. She's just there. Right. And that we know that everybody who sees her eventually dies. I believe that's the running order. That's right. Um, And then Jax walks in and here's what got me about this. First of all, by the way, let me tell you something about the fork. Let me just rewind for a second with juice at the garbage, uh, the dump, the dumpsters. We only had two forks. And I had to break one. Kurt wanted me to break a fork. There was a whole point. You're only going to find it, or the pieces of the fork. They had to glue that fork on set because we only had two and they weren't like, it wasn't working. They would break away, whatever. So once you did it, it was like, so it was, we spent more what time in this fork. Show? We spent more time in the fork than we did the scene. It was like the fork, the fork. I was like, guys, guys, I'm trying so hard to stay in it. Just please just get the fork to work. Right. Okay. <laughs> Talk um, so the they, they wound up Talk using the, the real one. Yeah, they wound up using the real one. And I like, and and all I was worried about was when I pulled it that a fork was going to hit me in the fucking eye. And I was yeah. like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Jax walks in. He says, babe, babe. And I fuck. It. He made so many great choices that he grabs his gun. He goes in, right? Sees Roosevelt, goes in, goes to her. The, the, the wonderful choices in no specific order. He grabs her. He kisses her. He, he, he curls her like he's with her. But now you also think when Patterson walks in that maybe he did this. And then Jax yelps at the end. He like yelps like a gutter, like a yelp, like a, almost like a helpless yelp. It's an, and, uh, an internal cry of pain that he's never experienced before, ever. Floored. I was floored. Hunnam's never been better. Never. Maybe in the scene with me in season seven, the one in maybe, the maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe with you know, yeah. Anyway, I can make some jokes about it, but that no wonder when Maggie said on our incredible podcast last week. They had to come back and just do parts of it again, just yeah. to make sure that they got it all. Well, they not they not only got it, it's just you can't, you can't, you cannot watch that finale, those final moments, and not have when the show's over, not been wasted out of your mind with what you saw on television to a show that you're completely encompassed with and invested with now for six seasons and going, wait, 
we have to wait 10 months. Holy fuck, man. I would be, I, I, if oh. I was one of those avid fans, I would be irate. How? How? 10 months. Think about that. Fuck. I, and that's why when you tell people, then they would see you in the off season, they'd be like, what, what, what's going to happen? You go, you'll see. Cause you don't know either. You're like, I don't know. Oh my God, Rossi. That was fucking, anyway, what a, what a finale. What a finale. Eight, best one. Or four. Best one. One of the best shows ever in the history of fucking. I'll tell you, I'm not going to be saying that when it comes to the season seven finale, because I'm going to fucking tear that one apart right now. Salty. And Honest Harry are coming out for that one. I know that. I don't have to see that one again to tell you what I felt about it. But this one right here. I actually have a lot of issues with season seven. But guess what? We're going to have three months to tell it because. You and me, baby, with how busy we are, one a week, yeah. interviews, yeah. Patreon's amazing. We've we got, got some great gear. We got time before we say hello to the next chapter or goodbye. But people, yeah. you better not miss it because this is it. That's it. That's it. We got some more merch drops coming. I'm glad everybody loved this one. Um, this is my favorite episode by far. You know, this in the season oh. three finale. Let us oh. know what your favorite one is. Um if you're watching this on uh, YouTube or whatever, subscribe and do all that. If you're uh, if you're watching this and you now know that it's Kim Frederick Coates's birthday, you know just what flood his timeline and tell him, hey, "Yeah, you're the greatest." And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know that's it. Fuck. R.I.P. R.I.P. Lumberjack, Lumberjack Sal. Have a great fucking week. I know where you're gonna be. You know where I'm going to be, and I know and where you're going to be. Kick you, ass. Can you believe my breakfast peeps all kind of gave me my spice down here where I'm at? No, there's been a guy behind the kitchen thing the, the whole time. time. He's yeah. still there. Is he crouched down? It's crouched down. Go uh, kick his uh, ass. Who's uh, fucking sneaky then? I didn't see him. I didn't see him. <laughs> like a sneaky snake in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available, and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say. This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference, all right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.